Welcome, loves. Welcome to Happy Ho Life. I invite you to just let yourself land here, really allowing yourself to arrive here, perhaps placing a hand over your heart and just taking a deep, nourishing breath in through your nose. Exhale. Can you sigh it out? Letting go. And it's always my intention that you can come to these episodes and breathe more deeply in your physical body and also allow your soul to breathe more deeply. So as you let yourself get settled, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I invite you to just send this signal to your body that ah, I'm safe and I'm open to receive whatever nutrients might be here for you to receive within this episode. I wanted to speak on, hmm, how do I want to call it, like these, these phantom boxes of old identities and old versions of ourselves and, and all the ways in which we can be tempted to stay small or stay comfortable in, in certain patterns and perpetuating certain ways of beings that we've become comfortable with when they're actually no longer congruent with the person that we've become and the person that we are now. And this episode, actually, this topic was inspired because I stumbled back upon this just short little piece of writing I wrote for myself as I was healing autoimmune disease and, and learning to let go of the identity of this sick girl that I'd become so accustomed to, that I'd become so used to entertaining and yet as I healed I still wanted to identify as oh I'm I'm sick I'm the sick girl and I wrote this for myself and I'll read it to you now it says it's safe to grieve the loss of the person you once were so the next version of you gets to live and you'll grieve for the old you sometimes but you'll live bravely and fully because that's the proper response to the love and courage those versions of you showed you. You honor the old you by expressing yourself more freely than they thought possible. You love them by loving yourself. And it's safe to let them go now. They'll always be with you. And I wrote that for myself as a reminder a reminder that in letting versions of ourselves die and in saying goodbye to evolutions of us, we're not discarding those versions of us. We're not throwing them to the curb. We are honoring them. And sometimes the best way that we can honor ourselves is to let go and to allow ourselves the space to remember more deeply who we really are. Because I know for me in my journey of evolution after evolution, it never really feels like I'm, I'm leveling up. It more feels like I'm deepening into remembrance of the person that I've always been. A person who has new life experiences and new perspectives and, and deeper love to, to share with the world and with myself. But it always feels more like... I'm just remembering deeper parts of my soul that have always been there that 
just got buried under conditioning or stories or labels and going back to this sick girl identity that I clung on to ah, the sick girl identity and in all the ways that I was so comfortable with that identity and, and to give you a little background I got really sick with autoimmune disease in 2016 2017 and and for many years probably up until 2021 or so I was still clinging on to this identity of I'm sick I am a sick girl and I clung on to this identity because I became terrified to know who I would be without it and I really had to take a good and loving hard look at myself and recognize that there were some fringe benefits that I was receiving from clinging on to this identity of being sick. For example, when I was in this portal of, well, I'm sick and I'm tired, I had this excuse of like, oh, of course, I can't work and I can't you know, take my business too seriously in those early days of my business because I'm sick and, and you know, it's possible that my health could collapse at any moment. So I, I can't take on too much responsibility. I can't add too many things to my calendar because, you know, what if, what if my health doesn't last and, and then I, I can't maintain it all, right? Even though all of my symptoms had started to vanish. My labs came back normal. I was no longer an autoimmune patient on paper. There was a part of me that wanted to cling on. And simultaneously, for those of you that don't know, I also started my business as a nutritionist. That was the first evolution. And and I built this entire community of people. I had, I don't know, 6,000 community members at the time. And I thought, well, if I'm not this sick girl, if I'm not this nutritionist helping people with autoimmune disease, then then who am I? And and what is it that I've built? And I was so afraid not only to trust that I could find myself outside of the identity of sick girl, but that I could also feel okay to let go of, of this community that I've built and trust that there would be something more beautiful, more exquisitely suited to who I am now, I would come in to take its place if I chose to let go. But again, it's that clinging on to what is familiar because letting go leads to a period of unknown, a period of transition, a period of really letting yourself land. And I'm curious for those of you listening, if you've had the experience too, where sometimes it almost feels like your spirit and your soul just whoosh ahead somewhere along your timeline and are just so integrated and yet it's like you're you're human your brain is like what <laughs> like who are we where are we where are we going but it's finding that ability to to fill that space in between to to pour love and gratitude onto that gap that sacred space as you really let yourself land in a new identity and another example is when I started my business I identified as this like new coach if you will <laughs> and I say it like that because that's the the mindset that I was in it was like this I'm this good girl new girl coach and I don't know like I can't charge any more than I'm charging like that's no 
<laughs> right? And I was holding on to this old identity of, I'm this new girl. I'm this, you know, at the same time, I'm this sick girl and I can't be trusted with too much because I don't know what I'm doing. And it did me such a disservice to hold on to those labels and identities because one, I wasn't allowing myself to celebrate the, the health and radiance that had re-entered my life and <laughs> and you know like stoked the fire of my life force and simultaneously I wasn't honoring the depth of my fucking gifts labeling myself as this like oh like new baby coach and I don't know what I'm doing when when I did when I had studied <laughs> very hard and put in so so many hours to practice coaching and all these different things and instead of giving myself that credit and allowing myself to to let my human brain catch up to this new new identity, this new version of myself, I, I wanted to, to cling on. And on, on a different note, I also recently lost my grandmother on my dad's side. And, and it reminded me of this same pattern in a way where my grandmother, she had dementia. And over the last years since probably 2019, Every time I went to see her, it was like a part of her died. And it was hard and so brutal in so many ways to, to visit her and have her look at me blankly and just feel that sting of somebody that once loved you so fiercely no longer even knows who you are anymore. And, and I felt so much grief. And in a similar way, it's... I was grieving for the grandmother that I once knew that was in many ways no longer here and and when she passed in a way it was this it was sad and it was hard and it was brutal in some ways but in other ways it was like a sigh of relief to know that her soul can can come back to wholeness as she made her transition away from her physical vessel that no longer allowed her to to keep her memories and and to remember her loved ones and to remember who she really was and in that grief in that portal of grief that I was experiencing as I grieved the loss of my grandmother it was this thread that this grief was the perseverance of love and I always love that quote because I find it to be comforting in a way to to know that when we grieve for for loved ones lost including old versions of ourselves right it's it's how we honor the the love and and the life and the connection that was once there and it's my invitation to you as you listen to this episode to consider what parts of you are still operating from an old operating system, if you will? Or what parts of you are still entertaining these phantom boxes or phantom limitations that perhaps were once present but are no longer here? What versions of you, what patterns are ready to, to die with love and grace so that next version of you gets to live? And, and honoring the, the ebbs and the flows and, and those moments as you transition into a new identity, it can be scary. It can be overwhelming. There can be that temptation of like, 
oh no, you know what, let me just stay comfortable here in my box. But asking yourself that same question I asked myself when I was clinging to sick girl identity, it's what fringe benefits do I receive from staying here? (laughs) Because I most certainly didn't want to be a sick girl anymore. I wanted radiant health more than anything. And then when I finally got it, I was like, you know, this is fucking terrifying to now be responsible to actually live my life. This is fucking terrifying to say, okay, I'm well enough to really go just like go full in on my dreams and and spend this time and energy on my business and put myself out there. (laughs) It was fucking terrifying, right? And I just want to share from my own heart that sometimes evolving and growing and grieving and moving on is fucking terrifying but I always find on the other side of grief is this just deeper reunion with more true parts of you that again have always been there but that got lost somewhere along the way so it's my invitation to you to consider in your daily life as you move about your day In what ways might you be contracting because you feel like you're reaching that phantom box of an old limitation that isn't here anymore? As another example, this, for me, this kind of phantom box, if you will, or this phantom cage of perfectionism kind of haunted me for a really long time when the same thing with people pleasing, it was this evolution where I started to reconcile with my inner perfectionist and recognize like, oh, so these parts of me that feel like I need to fucking overachieve and do everything and just set so high unrealistic standards for myself that they would never even be able to be met. As I started to heal with that part of me and recognized like, oh, you know, my inner perfectionist at some point just learned that you need to be fucking perfect and you need to overachieve and you need to do it all in order to receive love in order to have a place in this world, in order to have a place where you belong, you need to be perfect. But as I started to heal with that part of myself and recognize like, no, my mess is part of my magnetism. My humanness is, is part of my, my beauty, my medicine, my magic in this world is my humanness, is the beautiful imperfections and, and the mistakes that I make. And and all these different pieces and and I did so much so much healing and so much cultivating so much awareness around that part of myself and yet sometimes still I notice this ah like tendency of like oh it's gotta be perfect but it's kind of catching yourself of like wait even as I spoke that I felt my body like I like contracted <laughs> if you could see me right now it's like my arms are in I'm like Ugh. I gotta be perfect but it again feels like every time I I think thoughts that are in alignment with that old perfectionist version of me it physically makes my body contract because I feel like I'm being shoved back into some old box that I used to live in right like so often we get so accustomed to living shoved into these boxes or shoved into these labels or shoved into these places that we never even wanted to be but perhaps at some point being in that box kept us safe at some point taking on the that identity served us in some way but as circumstances changes as, as circumstances change as you grow as you become more of you you can start to recognize god like i don't need these fucking boxes anymore <laughs> i'm going to let them go and 
I'll never forget. I remember once I was working with a mentor and they invited me into the possibility that I could create a visual representation of, of like closing down these boxes and, and just punching my way out of these boxes and it gave me the idea of like well I am such a visual person like why don't I physically find a box that is big enough to house my body and why don't I punch my fucking way out of it <laughs> and and so I did I got this little this, a box from Amazon and it wasn't big enough really to fit my entire body but I got a box I think it was an Amazon box and I, I put myself in it and I imagined all of these walls that I'd built around myself and that I'd built around my heart. I need to be perfect in order to be loved. I need to entertain this identity of sick girl because that's who I am now and that's how other people know me, right? And one last thing I'll say before I get back to this box analogy is sometimes as well when we ourselves are perpetuating this old version of ourself that it's not really here anymore or we're operating from this old identity or old operating system that actually isn't isn't really who we are anymore all of a sudden we start to receive those reflections from the people in our lives and and the people we have relationships with where they are too still relating to us as the versions of ourselves like the the sick girl and as an example i know for my partner for for a long time as i clung on to the identity of sick girl my partner that's what he saw as well he saw me operating as a sick girl and not trusting my health and not trusting myself and so he related to me in that same way and my own perception of myself lended itself to his perception of me and as a result that's how I experienced myself and that's how he experienced me right like our perception of ourselves and of the people around us is so so powerful and so often how we perceive ourselves is how we experience ourselves and how we perceive ourselves is often how other people experience us as well because that's what they're going off of if you tell someone like I'm still sick they're going to treat you like you're still sick if you tell someone this is who i am they're going to start to relate to you as you are and again this this movement this way of being of allowing yourself to deepen into your soul and 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 let the pieces fall away the the dust the cobwebs the anything that got placed on top of your soul that clouded out some of your true essence it's and letting go of old identities, it feels like you're like chipping off that armor or letting those walls just turn to dust because you don't need them anymore. But again, it's the way that we relate to ourselves is so fucking powerful. And going back to this analogy, got on a tangent there, going back to this analogy, as I sat in this fucking little Amazon box that I didn't even really fit into, I closed my eyes and I visualized all the walls that I'd built up around my heart. I imagined and visualized all the fucking boxes I'd ever placed myself in or felt like I'd been shoved into. This label of, I'm a good, nice girl. I'm a shy, quiet girl. I'm this perfectionist overachiever that has to get everything right. I'm this people pleaser who puts everyone above myself. I'm this sick girl who's not really capable of leading an independent life. 
I imagined all of these limitations that I had placed upon myself or that I was holding on to from other areas of my life. I visualized them as these ah, just like overwhelmingly tall walls. They were these dark gray tall fucking walls that were like going all the way up to the sky. Ah, And as I sat there in this box and visualized all of these walls and just and saw and witnessed like holy shit like this is the these are the walls that i've been living in this is the box i've been living in like this these walls this box is blocking out the light of the sun (laughs) as i saw it in in my visualization as i had my eyes closed i was like literally these walls are blocking out the fresh air they're blocking out the wind they're blocking out the sunlight it's no wonder i'm feeling so stifled in my life it's because i'm not even allowing sunlight to pour into my soul and as i sat there in this box i started to like wiggle up against and brush up against the physical edges of this box like i literally was sitting in this box like wiggling my ass like oop if i move my hips over there okay i meet the edge of the box if i wiggle my hips over here oop okay i meet the edge of this box over here and it might sound a bit silly and funny and i'm sure i looked hilarious if a neighbor if one of my neighbors had seen me doing this they would have been like what is she doing but it doesn't matter because it helped give my like visual sensory soul the experience of oh like this is what it's like to be physically trapped in this box and and i'm going to bust myself the fuck out of here and so i did i i practiced feeling and oh we'll pause for a second for some bird medicine i'm sitting at the park recording this episode and a hawk is currently being chased by a whole band of starlings probably because it's nesting season and these starlings are fucking fierce and they're like don't fucking get near our nest our babies are not food so borrowing a bit of fierceness from our starling bird friends today (laughs) but going back to the analogy (laughs) i can't resist i can't resist sharing about the bird events that are happening in my life in real time but going back to this analogy i just started to meet the edges of this box and then i was started to bust myself out of it so i literally took my fucking fists and i started to punch the edges of this stupid fucking amazon box (laughs) i was like fuck perfectionism fuck basic girl fuck it all and i just went on a total rage fest and i turned on some music and i just broke down this amazon box and let me tell you afterwards i felt like a newborn baby and as i was breaking out of this box physically but also in my visualization i visualized these walls that were going all the way up to the sky i visualized them turning into dust and then the dust slowly started to fall as these walls started to crumble and this dust started to be returned to the earth to be recycled, to be renewed, to be transmuted back into love and something more useful than a box that kept me feeling like I was trapped in a cage. And and then on the other side of breaking out of this box, as I continued to, to savor and ah, cherish this moment with myself of I'm free. I'm liberated. I've literally broken out of these boxes. I've destroyed them. They no longer exist anymore. There were certainly still times in my life, and there are certainly still times that 
these phantom boxes still come up but the difference is that I can recognize them for what they are it's just a ghost it's a phantom box a phantom cage it's like I'm thinking of one of our birds that we used to have we got them and for the longest time they only wanted to stay in their cage because up to that point in their life they'd only ever lived in a cage with the door closed and for the longest time my dad would leave the cage door open so that they could leave whenever they wanted to so that they could fly around the room if they wanted to but for the longest time they stayed in the cage because that's what felt comfortable that's literally all they knew and eventually they started to come out of the cage more but anytime they got scared immediately back to the cage and and also in the same way i could honor that bird of like oh of course it makes sense that it's fucking terrifying to be free when you've lived your entire life in a cage the same way we just treated that bird with so much love and tenderness as you bust yourself out of the fucking phantom boxes that have been keeping you small as you let old identities die and old ways of being die so the next version of you gets to live can you have grace with yourself can you love yourself for the moments when you're tempted to stay small or the moments your nervous system just feels like it needs the comfort and familiarity of a box that you were once in and the same way with this bird that we had lived in this cage for so long and was so comfortable and and would sometimes just when when life got difficult or something made it feel scared he needed this opportunity to okay i'm just gonna go back in my cage for a moment to to feel like i'm safe to feel like i have something around me that's holding me and protecting me the same way we had grace with that bird i invite you to to practice having grace with yourself as well because it takes fucking courage to let go it takes courage to let yourself pull back the layers of labels or punch down the boxes and reveal to the world and reveal to yourself first and foremost this is who i am like oh is this who i've always been and i just didn't know it didn't allow myself to know it the circumstances weren't set up for me to know it but now i know and and i feel there is this powerful energetic shift when you can say to yourself well now i know who i am <laughs> and i'm also open to continue to explore and find out more and more facet of my being but to say this is who i am when i'm not inside those boxes anymore and and to practice pouring love onto that part of yourself and to practice anchoring safety into that part of yourself that it's safe for me to live here it's safe for me to live outside of this cage now ah there's so so much medicine in those places and the last thing i'll share is nervous system regulation on these journeys i feel is so tremendously important right to anchor that safety into your body into your being that it's safe you don't need the walls or this protective armor that you've been wearing anymore it's not yours to carry you don't need it but sometimes our bodies and our nervous system need a little extra love and supports as we make that transition and and find the same way 
our bird found like oh i can play and have fun in a delightful enchanting life outside of this cage it's teaching yourself that wow <laughs> i for example with the sick girl identity it's like oh i can have this radiant life where i am healthy and thriving and i can collect evidence again and again that i am healthy that i'm not sick anymore but the things that supported me in that journey were things like nature walks and earthing i say as i sit here staring at mama willow tree things like bird watching and connecting to nature in that way and and witnessing the cycle of life in that way and doing breath work and eft tapping emotional freedom technique really anchoring into my being that it's safe to be this version of me it's safe to remember more of me it's safe to kick these fucking boxes out and and live freely with the sunlight pouring into your soul with the the wind whipping around your hair with ah, the warmth of the sun kissing your skin it's safe to let life be that good and I'm just tuning in if there's any last pieces that want to come through. Hmm. Final invitations for you. One, asking yourself that question. If you close your eyes and simply notice what, what phantom boxes might you be living in that are no longer necessary and that you don't need to hold on to anymore? What identities perhaps once served you in some way but are no longer serving you now? What ways of being are you willing to let die so that your soul can deepen into remembrance of, of who you really are in this season, in this chapter of your life? And with that, I will link below. I have a free breathwork ceremony called Hot Arrogance. And for those of you that are interested in, in practicing breathwork and starting to cultivate deeper safety within yourself to be more of yourself, that free breathwork ceremony is a beautiful place to start. And the second thing I want to drop in is if you are curious about EFT tapping, or if you feel a sense that you're ready to let more parts of your soul be seen. I have a course called Seven Days of Being Seen. And it's all around dissolving the veil over your voice. And breaking down those boxes. And, and really coming home to the radiance of your heart. And owning all of who you are. And I will link those two things down below for anyone that is interested in dropping into deeper nervous system regulation and cultivating more safety within yourself to be more of yourself but ah, with that my soul is feeling complete in this moment and to close out this ceremony if you will <laughs> like as i record these episodes i just imagine us sitting somewhere in a meadow together but go ahead and invite you to just take a final deep breath in Ah, full breath out, <sighs> letting go, letting yourself just land back in presence with your own body. And as always, feel free to take a screenshot of this episode or, or tag me and share any takeaways that you took from, from listening to this episode. I would love to, to see you and, and celebrate you. Mwah. All right, loves, I will talk to you soon. <sighs> Sending you so much love.